Gerard, just wondering, wondering how your uh, allergies are bothering you today. <laughs> allergies are good, Jim. Appreciate it, man. I'm doing well. I've been in the building. I've been in the building all day, so I don't even honestly know what it's like to be outside. At the ragweed's tough, I got to tell you. It's, it's right. tough right now. But. Thanks for the heads up. <laughs> so I was wondering what kind of positivity, I know Coach Belichick said no one did enough, a good enough job to win on Sunday, but I was wondering what positives you took from, from your defense on Sunday. Yeah, there were definitely points in the game where, you know, we played the way that we should have played the entire game. You know, what you look to improve on is just the consistency across the board. You know, I don't think anyone really played a game where they can be proud of it, you know, for 60 minutes. But there were definitely points to take out of there as far as, you know, I would say stretches, stretches of the game where we played uh, well enough to win the game. But obviously not well enough for 60 minutes to win the game. Uh, I wanted to ask you about Adrian Phillips. I know he's, you know, technically on the roster listed as a safety, but he plays, you know, down in the box with you guys a lot. And just what makes him such an effective player, especially we've seen him, you know, kind of wipe out the, the tight ends all through camp. He gave those guys headaches and, and fits. And just what makes him such a good fit in your defense? Uh, you know, I think it goes back to versatility. Most of the time when we talk about versatility, we're talking about the linebacker position, right? Guys that can rush and, you know, that can cover a little bit and also play off the ball. I would say he offers that versatility just at the third level where a guy who can, you know, he can tackle just as good, a, you know, as a linebacker and also cover just like a safety uh, anytime. And then also he's a smart guy. So he's a very versatile player that can line up in a bunch of different places. And when you watch uh, Zach Wilson on tape, what, what are kind of the points of emphasis you need to make with your guys uh, in the front seven when, when you watch him? Uh, I would say first and foremost, like this guy can improv with the best of them. I mean, it's tough to get him on the ground. I know he's a smaller guy, but at the same time, you can tell he has great lower body strength and can really make all the throws. I think he's doing a good job being able to read coverages and find the open man. So uh, it's going to take everyone. Uh, we're all at the point of attack, and they have a lot of they have a lot of weapons on offense as well. Thanks, Gerard. Thanks, Jim. Next question, Steve Sanchez. Hey, Gerard. How are you, Bob? I'm doing well. How are you, Steve? Good. Um, played in a lot of football games. Kind of a weird kind of game. Uh, you only give up touchdowns only on the first drive and then the first drive of the second half. Any reason to that? You know, like slow start? I mean, you know, maybe guys out of position. I mean, because you guys played well the rest of the game. I mean, hold the team 74 yards rushing and 76% passing. Yeah, no doubt. You know, and honestly, that that's kind of what the league is. I mean, it's it's the situations that you have to play your best ball in. It's not the the long stretches. It's those critical situations that can really tilt the game one way or another. And we just didn't play well in those situations on Sunday. Thanks, Gerard. Thanks, Steve. Next question, Andy Hart, please. Gerard, we saw uh, Josh Uche obviously have an impact with that that rush. Um, blew up the left tackle got the sack, um, but only played sort of a low number of snaps. I'm just wondering, where is he in terms of, you know, what can be thrown at him, year two jump, whatever you want to call it, development? Uh, Josh has been doing a great job for us. Um, you know, obviously he's great at rushing the passer. There's definitely still some things that we have to work on, you know, going forward. And I think every day he comes in here with a great attitude, with the willingness to learn not only from me and from coach, but also from his peers, uh, Hightower and Kyle and all those guys. Once again, you know, it's, you know, one week he could play, you know, 20 snaps and next week he could play 50 snaps. You know, it's the first game of the season. So we'll see how it is going forward. Next question, Evan Lazar. Hey, Gerard, how you doing? 
Good. How are you, Evan? Good. So I wanted to ask you about uh, for your linebackers defending RPO plays and obviously the design of the plays to put you guys in conflict, run pass. But just how do you what's the coaching point to, to kind of help those guys on the outside to close you know, off those in, in breaking routes that they might throw off those RPOs? Yeah, if you really look at RPOs, they're they're not only you know, they're not only called to affect you know linebackers, also just coverage players in general, right? And so run players are run players, pass players are pass players, but it's always tough, especially when the action is uh is really downhill. It puts you in like you know in a lot of space and it puts you in those conflicts that you that you uh, kind of talked about. There are different ways to defend it, though. There are different ways to defend it, whether you're defending it with secondary players or defending it with backers or defending it with defensive ends. And I would say not all RPOs look the same. You look at RPOs at the college level versus RPOs at the NFL level, they look totally different as well. So um, there are a bunch of different tools that we have to use, you know, to defend RPOs. And I would say not all of them are like technically RPOs. Some of them are just look passes where they just whip it out there because the numbers kind of deemed deemed necessary to whip it out there, right? It's like, it's, I mean, they're three on two or something like that. And I think it's easy for people to say, oh, well, that's an RPO, but there was really no run. L I mean, it was a run pass, but the quarterback just saw that they have numbers out here, so they just whip it out there. So definitely things that we had to continue to improve on going forward. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Evan. And final question, Andy Hot. Gerard, we know Coach Belichick's always liked to be multiple and game plan and week to week and take advantage of versatility. You guys, I think in the front seven, even you mentioned Phillips, have versatility, have a lot of unique athletes. Is there a feeling out process early in the year of just roles, responsibilities, abilities, all of those things? Uh, I would definitely say, you know, the team's going to look a lot different uh, in October and November than we do in September. You know, um, we're definitely still trying to find our way, still trying to figure out, you know, what we are as a defense, who fits where best. Like we're still like we're still in that process now. And um, like I said, we'll look a lot different in November than we do now. We'll do one final question from Tom Curran, please. Tommy hey. Curran? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's up, man? How you doing? Um, <clears throat> I asked my guy, Jim McBride, to ask the question because I had to go over to Josh's rooms, but now I'm back. Jim, nod your head if you ask the question that I texted you. All right. Um, in the first half and the second half, Miami had success moving down the field. And for a lay person, which I am, you wonder to yourself, well, were the Patriots a little flat-footed with what they came out with expecting Miami to do and in both halves? I guess that's what I'm thinking in those and where were the adjustments or, or take me through what happened in those instances? Uh, we just didn't, we just didn't execute well. You know, I would say at every level, we didn't execute as, as position coaches. We didn't execute as players uh, at the start of the game or at the start of the second half. You know, we played, we played a lot of good football. There were a lot of good things to take out of that game, but I would say, you know, in, in the situations that you just talked about, we just did not execute and didn't perform the way we needed to perform. So, Obviously, it's something that we need to get fixed going forward. Is it a coincidence that it happened at the beginning of those periods? I mean, I don't think I don't think it's a coincidence. I think we just we just didn't play well. Um, guys settled down a little bit, and then mm -hmm. the second half it was. I mean, it was kind of the same story. But um, we practice those situations all the time, and we talk about those situations all the time. Uh, but at the end of the day, like you have to go out there and perform and, and get it done. Thanks, Will. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, guys.